This is the Better Reading Podcast platform with stories behind the story, Jane's Be Better Podcast, my book chat with Caroline Overington and more. Looking for a particular podcast? Remember, you can always skip to it. Welcome to the Better Reading Podcast, stories behind the story, brought to you by Belinda Audio. Listen to Belinda Audiobooks, anywhere, everywhere. Hi, this is Cheryl Arkell from the Better Reading Podcast, stories behind the story. We talk to authors about how they came to tell us their story. Lucy Leonardi, welcome to Better Reading. Thank you for having me, Cheryl. This is um, quite an unusual book for us, so um, I'm pretty excited to talk about it. Lucy is a prolific photographer with over a decade of experience. Lucy finds joy in all aspects of her creative pursuits, from her popular food blog, Who Does the Dishes?, a visual documentary of home cooks, to her most recent project of creating waste-free recipes for Oz Harvest's social media's Fight Food Waste campaign, where she takes charge of cooking the dishes, writing the recipes, styling and photographing them. She's passionate about promoting a practical and healthy eating approach for a better environment. Uh, co-written with Lucy Bell, who's not with us today, the two Lucys, obviously. That must be confusing when you two are working together. <laughs> Their book, Food Wise, which is what we're talking about today, is packed with awesome activities, fun facts, and 50 delicious recipes with beautiful photos to match. It will show you how to do things such as make your own compost, start a garden journal, and much more. It's a really interesting book in that it's a really fun approach to a subject that's quite serious, right? Yes, it is. And so we believe even the younger generation has the right to do something about, you know, what's happening with the environment. So we want to empower them with these skills and they can start right at the kitchen Mm -hmm. with their family as well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so talk to me firstly how you came to writing and how your career started. Did you go into photography? Is that what you studied? Tell me how you came to be. I studied photography, fine arts photography at College of Fine Arts and it's part of the UNSW campus in Paddington at the time. So they've, re- re- they've changed the name um, pretty recently. So after like during I think the second year of my photography degree I started shooting portraiture for weddings that's how the whole photography career took off from there so yeah I was actually a wedding photographer full-time for 15 years running my own business yes (laughs) and um through there I got exposed to amazing food in all these wedding venues and then I took interest in food and then food photography and it just yeah went on from there and then um it was quite a challenge to get into the food photography industry I felt like at the time uh, it was quite a niche like um industry so I started I thought why not start my own blog um and blog was quite um big at the time this is 2012 so I started photographing um with my circle of friends and just finding out what to cook at home and that was a really great exercise to let me work with different light conditions and um, challenging myself with 
styling the food that they cook using whatever utensils and plates they have at home. Um, and I just really love that. And at the same time, I get to learn about their culture and different ways of cooking. Mm-hmm. So for the past decade, yes, I've just been led into different people's home kitchen, spend an hour or two with them. And some of them are complete strangers that I've never even met. So it was such a great way of connecting with mm. learning about and food is that, isn't it? It's so much about sharing and, and talking and community. I um I was lucky enough to go to Lebanon a few years ago. My parents are Lebanese. Um, this is yes. a little while ago when my grandmother was alive. And she was so excited to, when I got there, they, they come from a village and she was so excited to take me around to meet all her friends, you know. And this is my granddaughter. And anyway, Every house we visited, they were cooking something. The person was cooking something. And every house we visited, they would ask you to taste it to see if it needed anything. Now, that wasn't what they really wanted, but that was the gift that they give people that come in, you know, have some of my food. And it was really so special because after the first one, I thought, isn't that strange that, you know, they want you to taste the food to see if it's going in the right direction. Uh, (laughs) But then when every person did it, I realised it was just another gesture of a welcoming gesture. It's beautiful, isn't it? so lovely, yes. Mm. And food is like that, right? It is very much so, yes. And even I remember growing up, I come from a really big family. Like my mom has seven siblings. My dad has ten siblings. Wow. Yes. (laughs) So, you know, big families, lots of dramas, yeah. but when it comes to food, everyone gets together and nothing else. <laughs> mm. Did you grow up cooking in your household? Um, I started cooking when I was 13, mm. yes. So we immigrated from Indonesia to Sydney and my mum's like, we have to do everything ourselves now. So you mm. get to start doing something, start helping. I remember that was um, like washing the fridge. Mm -hmm. Really important things and especially, you know, where you're cooking for a large amount of people. Tell me how old were you when you came to Australia and tell me about that experience. So I was 13 Mm -hmm. and um, it was a big change but I love, like I was very much looking forward to come and live in Australia. And why? Two years, I think it was a two years in process of applications and health checks and all these things that you got to pass right through the immigration office. Um, my parents wanted um, me and my sister to have a patient, better quality of life, better environment, cleaner air. So we were very fortunate to have that privilege here. And what did you think of Australian food when you got here? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really think much. I think growing up maybe like I thought, McDonald's, like, because that's that we had McDonald's in Jakarta, and that was such a treat. Like, my parents would take us on our birthday to either Pizza Hut or McDonald's. You know, I grew up with amazing traditional traditional food, like, because I'm a Chinese background, born in Indonesia, so I would be I was exposed to both cuisine, which were very rich and diverse in spices and flavors. So I I didn't really know what to expect, but I remember. When I was in year nine, so I was like 14 and a half, came home, like walking home from school, I walked past a 
a kebab store and that was my first taste to you know kind of middle eastern cuisine and flavors and hummus and the garlic sauce is it too called yeah and the falafels and i was like wow and from there i kept finding out actually australia like in sydney especially we have such diverse multicultural community and foods so that was something i was just discovering year by year as i was growing up and I'm just really blown away by how rich our community is. It is. I mean, it wasn't like that when my parents got here. It was they had mm. to cook everything that they wanted, but it has okay. changed and it is diverse. Yeah. You can get just about any cuisine. Although when I, w- I was growing up, I grew up in Glebe and I remember going to a friend's house for dinner and the mother so- asked me, what would you, what, I think she asked my mother or me anyway, I was like seven or eight or something. And she said she likes chicken soup. And when we got there, she served chicken soup out of a can or a packet. Uh, Yeah. Okay. And and I remember starting, (laughs) I started to cry. Oh. I thought, who eats this? You know, what is it? So uh, things were different back then. And and certainly Sydney and, and Australia has come a long way in terms of food. Um, tell me why this book, how did it come about? Tell me a little bit about um, uh, the other Lucy, uh, yeah. Lucy Bell, and tell me how you, you two came to work together. I came across Lucy Bell's first book, You Can Save the Planet, on online. So at the time when it was first published um, and it arrives on my feed because it's an issue that I'm passionate about. And the algorithm knows that. <laughs> of course they do. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so I contacted her and said, I love this book and I would like to feature you on my blog because with Kudas Editions, it's like my gateway of also meeting new people. Yeah. And she said, yes, so we met up. Um, and she made this beautiful pear jam using old, soft, brown, you know, like pear that's gone quite soft. And then in her book, there is a chapter. And after a few months, I approached her again. I said, would you be interested in working with me? And we can make a whole book about food waste. And she said, yes. That's where I all started. (laughs) Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. And talk to me about food waste. I mean, the numbers are frightening. Like, what is it? Uh, 3.1 million tons of food. Exactly. Yes, wow. that households throw away each year and it's costing about, you know, every household costs about $2,500 that's just gone down to the bin. Mm. 
that which are food that could have eaten otherwise. Mm. I know I, I, I find it strange because people often say to me they don't eat leftovers. And even the other day I was giving somebody something at the end of the meal because, you know, being Lebanese, we're always have containers of food to give to people yes. as they leave because that's culturally what we do. But somebody, I can't even remember who it was, said, uh, no, but we don't eat leftovers in our household. And I'm oh. thinking, oh, so what happens? Something new is cooked every single day and do you eat it all? Because that in itself must contribute to food waste, right? If you're not that's eating. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And food waste, um, I guess we need to educate everyone that, it's not just out of sight, out of mind. Like once you put that in the bin, it goes to the landfill. And most councils are not collecting um, food waste yet as uh, to turn them into compost. So we've just ended started up in our red bin. Yeah, we yeah. just started, and I've been I've been urging my local council to to get yeah. one, but there's a lot of politics behind it. But yes, I think we need to educate everyone about where does this food waste go. When mm. once it ends up in the bin, mm. okay, and how it affects our environment. Yes. Mm. All right. So you get together with Lucy, and what was the work arrangement like? How did you manage? Because you know, writing a book is difficult and challenging, but writing yes. a book with somebody else is also difficult and challenging. I'd imagine. Talk to me about how you work together. Um, so, because of my involvement with my blogs, I'm quite confident to write recipes. And also with the recipes that I've written for us, Harvest Media um, platforms. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm happy to do that side of the book. And Lucy Bell um, is happy to write the bulk of the writing. And so we also um, swap what we've written and then we add it to it. And then we just kept doing that. So like the whole book is both of our, both of our voices. It's not just like a clear indication. Oh, this is. Lucy Bell, this is Lucy Leonardi. So we want both our to be heard in the book. Mm, absolutely. Um, and so you've targeted, well, the audience is children, is that right? Yes. Yeah, I think the age of um, between starting 8 and 10 is a good age because they're really keen on reading books that's less big illustrations and more informed. Um, and yeah. why, why were you doing it for children? Tell me where that idea came from. Um, I, I have an eight year old myself <laughs> and she's one of my inspiration to write this book. So as you know, most children don't usually tend to eat up all food. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Especially, um, you know, grow, watching her growing up as a toddler at six months, who start eating their, um, first solid food and some puree. And there's a lot of waste end up on the floor or the bin. Mm. And you go to the birthday parties, and there's more food waste all the time. So, at the t- at the same time, I became really concerned about the state of our planet, and I looked up, you know, what is the quickest thing we all can do to contribute to do something. I don't want to be asked in the future, like, you know, say we leave behind this pretty messed up world, and then what have you done to fix? I want to be able to say into my daughter's eye that I was doing this thing. This is what I could do within my own power mm-hmm. and ability. I'm doing something for you. I'm not, I, I can't guarantee that all this work is going to save the world, but I want to do something in the meantime. And 
I found that that through cooking and through my love of food, I can make a change and we can influence the younger generation to do the same. I feel like there's not enough education being provided to them that happens if you don't eat your food and how much resource have gone into growing this apple that ends up in your lunchbox and then you just end up not eating it and then we have to put it in the bin or yeah so that's how it's if you can give um some advice to people at home what would be the three simplest things where people can start to think about that what would be about three? Not wasting food yeah what would be say three things um buy less and store your food properly yeah. So everyone go off too quickly and serve yourself a smaller portion. Mm. So buy less. And, store and store your properly. Yeah. And, and, and small, small portions. Smaller portion, yes. Yeah. Because the scraping of the plate, that's food waste as well, yes. isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And do you think your eight-year-old now is professional at that? No. No. <laughs> Not yet. No. We're still... Learning every day, yeah, still reminding her. Yeah. I'm often I'm often surprised and pleasantly surprised, I've got to say, but I've got lots of friends with young children and some of them at eight or nine have already decided to become vegetarians or, yes, you know. Yes, I know some too, yes. Yeah, and that's a very, to me, that's a very young age to have uh, such a an opinion, but it's fantastic, isn't it? That they it is, yeah, it is that, great, that they yeah. see it, yeah. Yes. Okay. So, did you purposefully then decide that this book's going to be targeted to kids? Yes. Yeah. And do you think adults know enough? I think they do, but adults have the like a better ability to block it off. Yes. <laughs> well, children are like sponges, so they like want to learn and. And if you make it fun, then, you know, why not? Like, <laughs> mm. uh, Do you have your own garden at home, vegetable garden? We do have a small um, veggie garden, yes. Yeah. Okay, so you've got this book out and I want to know how difficult, so how did you get it published? What were the steps to getting it published? How did you find somebody to work with? Because through Lucy Bell's first book was published by Pantera Press. And so at the time, I haven't heard of them and I read up about them and I love their ethos. They're um, great, you yeah. Know, yes, they're they, um, closing the literacy gap and they're um, a social enterprise, you know, and they, they publish books that create um, communication. So I thought this is the right fit for the idea of the book. And when Lucy Bell said yes, and we approached the therapist and mm-hmm. two months after they came back and said yes. Mm-hmm. So we felt extremely lucky and grateful that they took the idea on board and they have such an amazing team that work with us. The whole journey, for me especially because it's my very first published book, I've done photography for other published books but not as an author. Yet yeah, I'm extremely grateful to have this experience and work with amazing team. And what's next for you? Um, yeah, there's something boiling in the back of my mind. <laughs> I yes. knew there would be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so just uh, about finding the, t- the time to put it down in writing and do mm. a proposal again. Mm. 
Well, congratulations. The book is called Food Wise. Um, Lucy Leonardi, thank you so much for your time today. It was so interesting. (laughs) Thank you, Cheryl. If you'd like more information about Better Reading, follow us on Facebook or visit betterreading.com.au. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Belinda Audio. Belinda Audiobooks are available on CD and MP3 from online booksellers and bookshops everywhere, or you can download from Audible, Google Play or the iBookstore. We've also created our own app called BorrowBox that's available from both the App Store and Google Play. All you need to do to get it working is to download the app, join your local public library, and you'll gain access to the world's best collection of e-books and e-audiobooks available for you to loan on your phone or your personal device. Belinda, we're here to enable you to escape, imagine, grow, and be inspired through the power of storytelling. Belinda Audiobooks. Anywhere. Everywhere. to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. If you enjoyed this podcast, leave us a review and check out the other podcasts on the Better Reading Network.